Ridiculous. Will you please stop complaining about him? He's not being removed. We've had at least five people now saying they're not listening to the podcast anymore unless we take old Trumpy away. No, he's not going anywhere. He's staying there. And not only that, we've had so many people ask us where they could get them. If you go to our website, by the way, we have them on our website. You can actually buy them there. So go to the nileboylan.com website and go to the shop and you'll see that along with other Trumpy stuff there as well. So you can buy them there. Buy one for a friend. Piss a lefty off today. That's what we should have at the top of the page. Piss a lefty off today and buy a Trumpinator. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Don't forget, by the way, we are at a critical stage when it comes to the podcast. Financially, we have to pay bills and uh, we're finding it very difficult to do that. I'm not going to lie to you. So please support the show if you can. We don't advertise, as you can see. You're watching this live now. It's free of charge. We don't advertise. The only thing we ask you to do is subscribe or donate on our website if you want to re-watch any of the old videos or any of the old interviews. Like we did a great interview yesterday with Eddie Hobbs. And Eddie was talking to us about the COVID vaccine, about the WHO treaty, and many other things which are of great interest to people. So please go on and watch that. It's on the website, nileboylan.com. We didn't stream it, but it's on the website. You can watch it there. A lot of those exclusive interviews are all on the website. And all you got to do is subscribe for five ninety nine a month plus tax. And that pays the three of us here, you know, for a pint of beer once a month and pays the bills. That's all it does. We don't get paid for doing this job. We do it because we love giving you a platform. And it's a platform you're not getting anywhere else and you won't get anywhere else. Some days we do news topics. Some days we just do social dilemmas like today. Because to be honest with you, in the news today, more or less the same stuff. Everybody's talking about immigration, of course, except the people in the doll. And also Michael McDool, of course, has raised the question as to why the government are not giving the general public information um, regarding the referendum, the upcoming referendum, which is totally outrageous, by the way, that we're having a referendum now. The majority of people don't understand the implications of it. So it's really important that you inform yourself in relation to this referendum, whether you're going to vote yes or no. It's important you inform yourself of the ramifications, the tax ramifications for the taxpayers, by the way, the bill it's going to cost when we redefine the word family, all of those kind of things. It's really, really important that you want or you understand that the word woman is being removed from the Constitution. That's important. It's really important that you understand the way it's being framed, say, for example, by the yes side, that a woman's place is in the home. That's not the case. The Constitution at no point says a woman's place is in the home. A woman is free to choose wherever she wants to be. The Constitution doesn't suggest that a woman has to stay at home. All it suggests is if she desires to stay at home, that the state should financially support her to do so, to raise her children. I don't see anything personally bad about that. But some people believe it's misogynistic and old-fashioned. It's up to you to decide. Anyway, now, today, I decided we'd deal with a social dilemma. And it's an unusual email. And I only ever deal with social dilemmas when I find the emails slightly amusing or unusual. And it says, Hi, Niall, I understand you might not often receive emails from listeners, but I want to take a chance and send you one anyway. I've been married for five years in a relationship with my wife for the past seven years. Last week, while out with the wife's family, a small argument erupted when her sister got drunk and started to cause a scene as usual. I tried to calm the situation down, reminding her that there were kids present and urging her not to embarrass herself. Then in her drunken state, she uttered a line that completely changed my perspective on everything. She said, worry about your own son, not mine. You do know, by the way, he's named George, right? And uh, because that's your wife's first and only love. My wife burst into tears and repeatedly told her sister to stop, but she continued to provoke by saying things like, you should have told him, but you didn't. 
Then thinking she was being funny, she stormed out of the restaurant. The rest of the night was very awkward. My wife kept apologising, saying we could talk about it later when we got home. Deep down, I knew there was some truth to what she had said. When we got home, I asked my wife to explain everything. She confessed that George was indeed her first boyfriend from the age of 14 to 18 years of age. Just before we met, they rekindled their relationship for a few months, but it didn't work because they'd grown apart, she said. She assured me that she only liked the name and chose it for her son because of that association. She admitted she had thought about George because she was used to the name, but insisted there was nothing more to it than that. She cried a lot, expressing regret for not telling me sooner and explaining that she was always afraid to bring him up in any conversations, hence never mentioned him before. I know it might seem trivial now, but I'm questioning everything. People have commented in the past that our son looks just like my wife with his blonde hair contrasting my dark hair and it's making me start to overthink things. Her sister has since apologised for causing trouble, but it's really shaking me up so badly. My wife and I will work through this, but it's putting a huge strain on our relationship. She keeps apologising for the deception and has even suggested changing her son's name, but I can't bear to do that to him. Am I overthinking things? Well, is he overthinking it? I think for most men, that would be a terrible thing to happen, wouldn't it? To realise that your son, because your wife suggested the name at the time and said, I want to call him George, was named after somebody she claimed she loved one stage in her life. And maybe still does to some degree. But let me know what you think. He's also concerned, by the way, about, of course, paternity. Is it actually his son? Maybe that's what he's thinking in the back of his mind. Now, he seems reasonably sure she's not having an affair, but maybe she is. The number is 085. Nearly gave it the wrong number. 85 55 That's 85 55 And the question is, what would you do in that situation? And what advice would you give him if he was your brother or your father or mother or not mother, obviously. They've never known nowadays. Your father, your son, your friend. What advice would you give him? Just let it go? Let me know what you think. Should he be bothered that his wife has named their son after her ex without him even knowing. Let me know what you think. Now, let me go to Jessica, and I've got to go to Sir and Maureen as well. Jessica, hi, how are you? Hi, yes. Hi, Jessica. Jessica, I mean, look, this is a big deal. Obviously, the sister was pissed out of her head and decided to make a fool of herself. I mean, but is it a big problem? Yeah, she's definitely had a bit much of the, the truth juice, but uh, no, like, I, I can completely understand why he'd be doubting and why he'd be upset. Like, obviously, now I'm no psychologist or anything, but she must have some sort of attachment to the ex mm. to give the child his name. Like, the only the only way I'd accept that is if he had passed in a tragic way, but clearly that's not the case. The no. case. No. But, no, like, well, you can understand then why he's starting to doubt, like, oh, is he my child? Why, why would you give him the name if there's no attachment and all? Like, I actually feel sorry for him. Like, I, I would say yeah. to him, look... If you want to work through it, work through it. But if it was me, I would just say, look, I think there's more going on to it and I don't know if I can deal with it. She's kind that of saying that me. the only reason she used that name is because it was a name she was used to and she just liked the name, obviously, because she'd been with this guy for so long. Now, what I find strange is that she was with mm-hmm. this guy for I so long and, and, and he didn't know that. Because I can tell you now, I probably wouldn't know the names, but, you know, like if a name came up, I would know if my wife, you know, we, we've talked about previous boyfriends and girlfriends and we've had those conversations mm. as most couples do. So you'd be familiar. So it's unusual that she never mentioned his name before considering she was with him just before she met him. Do you understand before I met, she met her husband? 
you know, but like I just feel that whole oh, it's a name I was used to saying. I think that's just a bit of a cop out for some reason. Mm. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it to be bad against her, but like if me and my partner had a child tomorrow and she was like, oh, I want to name it after one of like if I found out that because I know all their exes' names, if she get, if she said a name and I instantly thought of the next, I'd be saying to her, not a hope. Because mm. then I'd start thinking, well, why do you want to name it after someone you don't have a connection to anymore? Yeah. And do you, do you think that's, is this, I mean, in relation to the paternity aspect of it, do you think he's overthinking it now? He could just be overthinking because for all we know, the son just probably has more than the mother's genetics than his. Yeah, but which is common. Yeah. Obviously, obviously with now the name being after the X and all, then obviously he's he's going to put two and two together and get seven. Like if, he, like if he has roaring red hair or something like that, and the husband has dark hair, like that's going to be a problem, isn't it? Yeah, but if he has if he has blonde hair like the mothers, then he probably just has some of the mothers more yeah. the mothers' genetics, and that's yeah. that's not the child's fault or his fault or the man's fault. That's just yeah DNA. <laughs> well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Jason as well. I'm going to come to Saoirse then. Jason, hi, how are you? Good afternoon, Noel. Good afternoon. Well, you heard Jessica. It's a concern, you know, but maybe not as big a Niall, concern as you think. But it, Niall, it is a concern. No, you know what I'm going to say on this one. I've been saying it to you for as long as I can remember. No child should leave a hospital without a DNA test being done on the mother, the father, and the child to make sure you're not bringing home the wrong child as the mother. We, don't, we know it does happen, but also for fathers. Every woman who has a baby knows it's her baby, yeah? Because it's came out of the woman's body, yeah? Yeah. Are you, conv- are you really sure as the man that you put it there? Number one, you are not with your partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week, where you, you know you're attached to each other. People have to go to work. People have lives. So it does happen. And I think we've discussed before how many kids, how many men are raising kids that ain't their own. So I'm well, saying, would it, would it not be a little bit insulting if you're married no, to a no, woman? To, to, no, 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 hang, no, hang on for a second. You're married to a woman, you get her pregnant, and you say to her, no, while you you're married you to her, listen, any, no, any, any, no, any chance with DNA test? No, 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 you think you got her pregnant because she has told you, I love you, I've been with no man. Now, what woman has said that before and turns out she's having a baby for another man? What man has been with a woman that says, I love you more than anything, kissed her on the cheek, walked out the door and went straight to his mistress? So it does happen. But what does that say it about the happen. trust? What does that say about the trust between you no, and your wife trust, if you ask for a DNA test? No trust anymore. But no, if it's mandatory, if the government bring it in mandatory, mandatory, then it's, it's, there's no issue there, is there? Well, that's, but, not, well, on, that's we, probably we like, Yeah, but that's, that's fine. That's not going to happen, no, Niall, Niall, I'm one of the worst industries in the world for relationships staying together, right? Mine, as a fucking long-distance truck driver, the amount of us that are divorced, separated, or, you know, not with our original partners. Bar work, nightclub work, anybody in the arms defences that goes across seas. Puts a terrible strain on anybody's relationship. Mm-hmm. And as for the child not looking like them, I wouldn't worry about that, Niall. You know my circumstances, right? One of my children has often been... Uh, out with Lorraine and God she's the spit of her mother oh my God she's not the child's mother but people perceive her as you know Lorraine's daughter because they're always together their hairstyles might be a bit similar but Lorraine's not her mum you know that way like she has her mum so people when people say oh he looks the spit of this the spit of that, that that's just in the eye of who's looking at them and that's why redheads we're all of the same colour hair in our family. We have nine, I have 19 uh, nieces and nephews there is one redhead in the whole lot no. One. No, 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 no. It's it's me, it's me brother's son. We know it's me brother's son. Um, <laughs> okay. No, but we do know. We do so know. You, so you're saying he should ask for a paternity test? Ah, uh, yeah. If he's that unsure, but I, I, I want to. 
Is that not going to cause a huge? I mean, uh, Jessica, that would cause yeah, a huge Barney. Well, well, hang on, Jessica, that would cause a huge Barney, wouldn't it? If you asked your wife for a paternity test. It's not just a wife, no. The boy, why you got two girls? So even now, you keep saying wife. Most people ain't married nowadays, so it's the person you're living with. That, I mean, okay, but I he is. Saying, yeah, but in this case, he is married to her. All right, so okay, he's married. Okay, so Jessica, should he ask his wife for a paternity test, or is that insulting? If he feels that strongly, but the way I see it is, if she does get very defensive about it and very kind of, oh, well, why, why do you want to do a test? Blah blah. Then mm. I'd be saying, well, if well, he is mine, then there'd be nothing to hide. But if you, I mean, let's say, for example, you know, any man gets his wife pregnant, right? Forget about the name and everything else. Is it insulting to say to your own wife, oh, that's great, we're pregnant, honey. Woo. Now, can we get a paternity test? Well, if you have doubts, you know. If you you might as well be saying she's a whore. Stray. Yeah, but you might as well be well, saying she's a whore. Well, you might as well be. Well, you might as well be saying she's a Well, hang on. Let me, let me just bring in Saoirse into this as well. Saoirse, hi. How are you? Hello, nine. How are you doing? Sir, she yeah. heard, you heard the email. I mean, it's, it's not nice that she's been deceiving him, obviously. I think deceiving is a, is a big word for what's happened here. I think, I, I'm, I'm shocked, really, that you believe that, that, that this is a problem. This is so oversensitive on the part of this man. And why do women get painted as being the sensitive ones? Is he this fragile? <sighs> it's this is a name. And Jason, can I ask can I ask Jason? How yes. many partners have you been unfaithful to? None. Okay. I don't believe you. Oh. Well, I don't really care whether you believe me or not. I don't believe you're real the way you talk. And that's like guess what, Sir? Nobody does. Everybody thinks you put this on. We all think you're a laugh. No, answer that. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't go there, Jason, if I was you. Sorry, yes, yeah, oh, Sarah, come on. I'm, I'm putting it on. I mean, yeah. have you heard yourself? Have you heard yes. what you're saying? You think yes. married couples, married couples who are pregnant, who are starting a family, Sorry, married couples ain't pregnant. The woman is pregnant. The woman is pregnant. The woman is pregnant. Don't give me that married couple, that sensitive stuff. I think you watch one too many Jerry Springers. I don't watch telly. I don't have a television in my truck. Sorry, I live in a truck. I don't have a television in my truck. So you're having a clue what you're talking about, have you? You're having a clue what you're talking about, have you? What's the statistics, Noel, on men raising children now that ain't their own? What did we say? One in five. Every five. I mean, Saoirse, okay, sorry, sorry, hang on for a second. Saoirse, is it not a fair request because... The statistics in the UK, I don't know what they are in Ireland because we've never done them, are one in five men are rearing a child that's not theirs that they don't know. Okay, well, um, Jason, you live in a truck, so that's the first thing you said that makes any sense to me. Oh, wow. I'm a truck driver. I'm a truck driver. I, I live in a truck Monday oh. to Friday and I go home at the weekends. What's so unreasonable about that? You know, when you're driving down the motorway no, and you see that's... trucks all pulled in, we're lads that live in our trucks Monday to Friday and we go home at the weekends. I don't have a television in my truck. I have my laptop and I have my phone. Okay, what, what, okay what, what's the problem with living in a truck, Sergio? Yeah. No, all I'm saying is it's the first thing he said that makes sense to me. Now, as regards to the I statistics in means. the UK. Yeah. As in, he sounds like he lives in a truck, Niall. Oh, he Do sounds... Like... <laughs> 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 he sounds like he lives in a truck. Oh, what, what does that even mean, Saoirse? Yeah. Or Saoirse, whatever your bloody name is. As regards to the statistics, 
I finish, yeah. as regards <laughs> to the statistics in the UK, I think for, we should realize we are not the UK. This is Ireland. And I doubt very much that that's happening here. Oh, you doubt there's people having extramarital affairs? Sorry, sorry for quoting across. Does that lady doubt that there's extramarital affairs going on in good old Christian Catholic Ireland? I think if you are considering this may be happening to you, you need help. No, I don't need help. I'm quite all right, thank you. Sorry, sorry, Jessica, what are you saying there? Sorry. I wouldn't be surprised if the statistics over here would be the same. I'd say probably, I'd say probably more than one in five. I mean, if I had to guess, I'd say probably one in three. Why don't we put a tag on women instead? And then we can be sure of their whereabouts all of the time. <laughs> and we won't need There's a test. If, if a woman has no doubt about who the dad is, they'd have no problem doing DNA tests. But that's not here nor there. It would you actually insulting. name... Would you actually... Have you... Have you had a I'm child? I'm agreeing with Jason, yes, a normal Have you had a child? No, not yet. But it's in my life the plan. If, trauma, that's, if that's any bother to you. The trauma involved in pregnancy. The sacrifice. And to disrespect the woman. Asking for something as salacious well, as a paternity test. It's ridiculous. And this man needs to get over to himself. She name her child after an ex. There's a problem. Can I just say one more thing? There is more than one person, more than one ex, who has used the name George. He needs to get over himself. It's a name. Did I okay? take it to be Okay, by the way, can I just point out, I'm looking at figures here. According to the figures released by the Ormond Key Paternity Services, the OQPS in Dublin, it said 35% of tests carried out on children showed the wrong man was assumed to be the father. Operations Director Brian O'Dwyer said there's been a surge in the interest in these paternity tests. Now, that's basing on the people who present themselves for tests. So they're people with doubts in the first place. That's why it's such a high number of a third. But I would imagine the figures are probably the same as the UK. Probably one in five or something. I would, like that. I would imagine so now, that what's the harm? Because... No, sorry, no, what's the harm that it, it meant protecting themselves? Protecting their future, their financial future, and their emotional future. Do you know what it's like to build a bond with a child and oh. have that child ripped away from you? Do you? And then to find out that the child you've reared, to, 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 to find out the child you've reared isn't yours, that's the worst thing that can happen to a man. See, that can't happen to a woman because she, the baby comes out when she's taken out of the hospital. But what then if you are given the wrong baby in the hospital? Do you not think even women should? Because it has happened now. We know of ch ch uh, children being mixed up at birth or in, in the delivery suite, yeah? So what is the problem? If it protects women, it protects men, and it protects okay, children. Okay, to make sure okay, everybody in okay, that family Jason. is at one. Okay, I guess. It's, it's barbaric, is what it is. Barbaric. Is, is, have we no control? Is this not a civilized society? You have to test families before they leave the hospital. What is wrong with you, Jason? What but, happened? To but you? women don't. So you're trying to speak it out that it's all men that are doing this, but it's the women that are being deceitful to the men. It's not the men that are what? being deceitful. The stats have just shown it there. 35% of men are raping children that think are ours, and they're not. So it's the women that are being deceitful here, not the men. I feel sorry for your your personal life. I don't feel sorry for that. Don't, don't. My, my life is great. My life is brilliant. I've no drama, thank God. I've all like, perfectly healthy kids like, and I've a beautiful, healthy partner. I am just a realist. I live so, in the real why world. Are you, why are you so paranoid? I'm not paranoid. How am I paranoid? I never said I was paranoid. I just think men need to protect themselves a bit more because at you the can't. moment now, women have proved that swipe left, he'd pick up a new man tonight, swipe right, and he's gone. That's the world we're living okay. in now. Okay, Jason. Go ahead, Sir. I'm paranoid 
and, 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 and deeply unhappy. Unhappy and deeply paranoid and deeply unhappy, Jason. So what? So what purpose have men got, Sergio, in a relationship? In your view, Pardon? what what's the purpose of a man in a relationship? Just to, just to be abused in whatever way a woman feels necessary, so she can lie to him, deceive him. But then again, that's all his fault. I think the man should be in a relationship with a woman who he trusts, and and vice versa. And anything else is just it's it's common. Common. I know. I, I'm well aware it's not EastEnders. I know. I know all that. Yeah, I'm aware of all that. But but in relation in relation to this, well, hang on, hang on for a second. In relation to this guy, go back to the original story. So he's out at a restaurant, nice evening out, and the sister gets pissed and starts blabbing on that it's not, um, or that the child was named after her ex. How do you think any man would feel in that situation? That's demeaning. Okay, wait, no, well, do me a favor. Stay there for a second. Got to take a quick break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let me go to Maureen. Stay there, sir, if you can. Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? I'm, well, I'm, well, I was good. Until I hear Saoirse's voice, sorry. No disrespect, right. Saoirse. Um, well, I'm sure she will take it disrespectfully. Uh, Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Uh, uh, Maureen, in relation to this particular guy, I mean, he has a right to feel upset, doesn't he? But is he overthinking things? Well, he has a right to feel upset, of course, yes. But no, he's not overthinking things. Why, why would he be overthinking? Because now his mind is going, is this, my, is this child mine? Mm-hmm. And this business of, like we were discussing it the other day, that it's an insult to women to ask for paternity test and all the rest of it. That's only a lot of hogwash. It is a bit insulting, isn't you, it? If you're married to a woman. Not, no, it's not insulting at all, Niall. Well, I, I don't find it well, insulting. No, no, you're, you're, in, no you're essentially saying, unless you've reasoned to, you're essentially saying you're doubting her. Can you imagine what it would be like if you're married and love somebody? And you're in love, and she announces, by the way, we're pregnant, darling. That's great. That's wonderful. Oh, woohoo, champagne, yeah. By the way, any chance of a paternity test? How did that sound? No, no, in no, 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 we're, you know no, I mean? no, no, we're not. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but that's not, that's not what we're talking about. This man now ha- has a, a, a dilemma. Now, we all know, look, look, children don't have to look like either parents. They can resemble somebody two generations back, Okay. But if he's feeling that way, he needs to sit down and talk to her and ask her, first of all, I always thought that parents decided the name together, mm. why the child was called after her ex. And if he's still not sure, he has the right to ask for a test. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. To put his mind at rest as well. Because down the line, if it came out that it wasn't his son, it's going, that's going to make it a whole lot worse. I mean, it, okay. Child. So, so in fairness, Sergey, she she has given him reason to doubt. It'd be different, and I don't agree necessarily with Jason that everybody should ask in a marriage or a relationship because that's a bit insulting to your partner. But she has given him reason by deceiving him, and you know, and naming the child, you know, or suggesting the name, obviously at the time after her ex boyfriend that he knew nothing about. I 
I completely disagree. And why are we so concerned with the fathers all of the time when the reality is they they contribute sperm, semen? That's it, really. Oh, what? So men are just sperm donors? Is that all they are? We just provide the sperm. Well, I think it's time, Saoirse. I think it's time, Saoirse, that we started to be concerned about fathers. Because fathers in this country have got a raw deal down through the years. Well, oh, oh, okay. This man is trying to exert his dominance over this woman. No, he's not. He's trying to be totally controlling. He's crying no, he's not. because of a name. And you, as, as unsurprising as it is, are running to his defense because you are completely conditioned. How old are you? Doesn't matter how old I am. I'm defending the men okay, because well, men, as I need, said, have got a raw need, deal. Listen, Saoirse, you, you no, might live I in some glass bubble. You, you don't. You need to wake, wake up. up. You don't even live in the real world, my dear. Men have got a raw okay, deal well, in you, this country down through you, the years. Men can't even get their children in courts. Women are believed. He has a right to think, be concerned. You think that every right, and he has every right to ask for a test if he wants to. Men have gotten a raw deal in this country. Yes, they have. You in the courts in this country, yes, they have. And and you men, know that. I am flabbergasted. Be flabbergasted that away. Is, I am, and don't even dare I call mean, yourself a feminist they, because you're not. They, they have really, really gotten to you. You know that. Who has, got, who have, ha, who has gotten to her? She's so... She is utterly... Brainwashed. She's brain. Brainwashed. What? Maureen is brainwashed. Absolutely. I tell you now, Maure- Maureen is the last person that will be brainwashed. Trust me, Maureen has her own mind. In what way are men? Are, are, are poor men. She's talking about in family law. In the family law courts of Dublin and across the country, men are unfairly treated. Men have to fight for access to their own children. Many men have taken it's their not. own lives, Saoirse. Sir, sir. Can you imagine yes. if we gave them access? What, what, what would happen? What would happen if we gave them access? What would happen to the children? They are completely incompetent when it comes oh my to God. You, well, I don't know what you sort know of men you've met there. in your life. Fathers are you know incompetent that. when it comes to raising children. Yes. Is that what alone? you're saying? Absolutely. Really? Yes. So you have no, you cannot pick out any family that a man has raised his children on his own, gone to work, sent them to school, fed them, clothed them by himself. And men are incompetent of raising children. You know what, what? it is? Don't you ever Whatever dare call it, yourself a feminist. Because you're nothing, Saoirse, but an idiot. Excuse me, can I You have finish? no idea Whatever of the real world. You're yapping on the whole okay. day. Why okay. don't you just zip Whatever. it and listen? Whatever fictional man you have come up with there, let me tell you something. He would have had his sister and his mommy and his, his you know, girlfriend helping. There's no man in this country raising kids on his own without an army of women to help. Is that a fact? Are you sure of that yes. now? Really? I, I, you know, seriously, with the greatest respect, there's a lot of people listening. And I, I accept that the majority of children are raised by women in this country. And that's, I completely accept that when it comes to single parenthood. 85% are female. 
But that's because when you go through the family law courts, the judge will more than likely always give custody of the children to a woman because the woman is left in the family home and the man is usually turfed out. So in those conditions, men usually have to fight for access to children. It's to do with family law more so than anything else. I do admit there are absent fathers. Absolutely. But to suggest that fathers can't raise children or are incapable or incompetent is nothing more than insulting. You know and why are absent mothers as well? Men, yeah, absolutely. Men are, men are inherently selfish. And that is oh. a fact. Sersha, do you have a boyfriend? God love him. Do you have a boyfriend? I would never, I would never discuss my personal life on a show like this. But you have a boyfriend currently at the moment. Can you not even tell me that much? God, Because God love him. I feel so sorry for him. I am very happy in my personal life. That is all I will say. Let me go to Bernie. Stay there, Maureen. Let me just go to Bernie. Bernie, hi. How are you? I'm grand, Niall. How are you? So the the thing is that, you know, when you're going out with somebody for the first time, you do discuss after a while. Boyfriends. Yeah, exes. Yeah. Yeah. You know know they're exes. You know, I knew my husband's ex-girlfriends and, you know, I I didn't, I never, never knocked any tooth out of it. I don't know why she's. I don't know why it's been it's been um, looked at now that he could be not the father of their child. It's like sometimes you like a name for no other reason than you like the name, you know. And can it not not just be it? Why well, we well no. The, I'll tell you why. I'll I'll tell you why, Bernie. Because this man doesn't know how to be in a situation and not make it about himself. That's why. Well, no, because well, the sister was no. drunk and said it out loud that, in other words, the wife intentionally no, named the child after her I, first boyfriend. No, she had never mentioned this particular boyfriend who she went he out with when she was 12 to 16 and she went out with him again for three months before they met. But it, there was that no spark. That, that is that okay. woman's past. And this partner, has her husband or whatever, has now made this about him. That's what I'm saying. Men don't understand how to hear information that upsets them and then deal with it, okay? Bernie, I mean, Jason mentioned that every man should ask a woman when they get pregnant for a paternity test. Do you think that would be insulting? I do. I honestly do because, to be honest, I mean, I I, I think that that's an awful insult to women. Because, I, I mean, I set out and, and, and got married and I met my husband. I never dreamt of another man or never wanted to be with anybody else. Or, you know, I wanted to have children with this person. And I, I, I never even, I would never doubt that he would feel the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I trusted him implicitly. I mean, it's a, it's a marriage, is a, is, a, is, a, is a partnership. And I always, I, I would never, I never even thought of another man. I met the man I loved. I wanted to have children with him. What was wrong with that? And I don't think it. I think it'd be awful if a man turned around now and said, "I'll have it." You'd have what kind of what kind of a way are they looking at women now? If that's what men should want. But when we, when we yeah, but when we look at the statistics, and I remember having a guy in the air. I think I mentioned this before about five years ago. A guy come on who found out that one of his children, a baby, because he he started to suspect his wife was having an affair. So he had they had just had a baby, and he asked for a DNA test. So the wife went bonkers, but eventually agreed, and the DNA test turned out not to be his. Right. So then while he was at it, he had a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. So he said, well, now that I've found out that's not my child, I want a DNA test on the two of them too. He found out both of them were not his children either. He divorced her, separated, and didn't have to pay any maintenance if he didn't want to because they're not his children. 
But no, that's a very that's a very rare occurrence. Uh, I, 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 I don't. I, I do well, I, you're saying it's rare, but I don't know how rare it is. When I'm looking at stats here from the OQPC, OQPS in Dublin with the paternity services, that 35 percent of tests carried down in children showed the wrong man was assumed to be the father. 35 percent. That's all new to me. I mean, I, maybe I'm I'm I must be really old. I mean, in your 60s, I must give you a different <laughs> perceptive. When I got married, when I got married, I thought so. Women are sleeping around, home. essentially. I know Saoirse wouldn't but like to hear that. Yeah, but then should, should we not not get married then? Well, I I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, Saoirse, the, the statistics, <laughs> by the way, suggest that women, just like men, are playing the field and sleeping around much emphasis on this idea of the paternity test and it is moronic. That, that is all I can say. I mean, what, what does the man want? To prove the child isn't his so he can walk away? Like, like what we see so many men do. And like you said, celebrate the fact that he doesn't have to pay maintenance. What a stand-up man. He has raised those children. Child, yeah, boy. well, th this child yeah. is three, yeah. He has three. raised that boy. Yeah, so he just wants any excuse to walk away. Is that what you're saying? Well I, well, I can tell you now, the majority of men that I know, if they found out when their son was three years of age that it wasn't their son, that'd probably be the end of the marriage. Yes, and I would imagine it is. the relationship with the child, now? That's a very difficult one, because you've, you've, you've oh, treated it. Well, it is. Okay, You've treated him like he is your son, but then all of a sudden he's yeah. not. Can I, can he's I somebody say, else's. Can I say one thing? One thing without you interrupting me, okay? But what you've just said here perfectly, perfectly illustrates the difference between men and women. If a woman who had reared a child for three years somehow could possibly find out it was biologically hers, she would never walk away. But a man can wipe his hands and walk. It's difficult. It's not difficult. Men are selfish human beings. And that's a fact. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me just go to another man. Stay there, Bernie, if you can. Let me go to Dave. Dave, hi, how are you? Hello. Um, Dave, men are useless and can't raise children, by the way. I just thought I'd tell you that. Jeez, oh, my kids are fucked, so are they? Yeah, absolutely. Snookered. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Oh, God. Poor, poor kid. Had to be raised by a single father all yeah. on his own. Yeah. Poor, I did, they have no hope. They've just no hope. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll just put him into care now. Find, yeah. Do you know what? Find, find, find out a nice give, Chinese give sweatshop. Give Tussler a ring there. Somebody give Tussler yeah, a ring there. Just take no, Dave's. No, no, no. Send them off to China or Bangladesh. I mean, they can learn a trade in the sweatshop, so I might get a few pounds from Everybody wins. <laughs> so, Dave, getting back to the original topic, should this guy be concerned? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like... The sister said it while she was pissed, so she was probably, you know, trying to be a bitch about it. But I she mean, clearly was. could it just could it just be a fact that maybe she just likes the name and it's a coincidence? I mean, you know, well, no, the wife I mean, did. She did admit that she went out with this guy and didn't tell him or tell him purposely about it because of that. Yeah, but, for, but said yeah, she but didn't look, like look, the name. She just liked the name. Yeah, but for but for all we know, it could be a really common Irish name like John. Do you know? No, like it's we George. We, George is the name. Yeah, well, that's a really, really common name. That's up yeah. there with Harry and all them. Do you know what I mean? So I don't really think it's, you, you know, you should go, like, throw your entire marriage away just because your missus picked a name that you don't particularly like. I mean, well, has I can he, understand. Well, has he got a right to be upset about it, at least, hasn't he? Well, I, 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 I don't know. Does he? Hmm. I think I, he does. I mean, like, 
I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's just a name. You, you know, I, like, if he didn't like the name, he could veto it. You know, so he must have thought the name was okay himself because no no two parents name a child without the consent of the other one. Yeah, but how would you, you, know? how would you have felt if your missus had to turn around and said, yeah, you know, Dave, I tell you what, I love the name Aaron, for example, because me ex was called Aaron. He was well, before okay. his boyfriend. Well, you see, yeah, well, you see, the intent behind it there now is different. Because well, well, well the intent saying, is the same here, but she just didn't tell him. Yeah, but how about, like, how like how do we not know she's always loved the name George? Okay, well, hang on, there's something going on. If she told the sister, I've named the baby after George, but the husband doesn't know, keep your mouth shut. Well, no, you know I, what I mean, mean, if she named him... Well, okay, no, if she named him specifically after the ex, then, yeah, obviously your heckles are going to get up. And it's not a man or a woman thing. Like, if I if I turn around to, if we'd had a daughter and I turned around to Michelle and said, hey, I want to name um, our little girl such and such, why? Oh, that was my ex's name. I'd probably be missing a tooth by now. You know what I mean? So it's not just a, it's not just a male or a female thing. Like, you, you know. It, and what about a paternity um, test? People are saying that he should get a paternity test. Because oh, he, he's, he's also saying he's overthinking it now. The kid doesn't even look like him. Blah 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 blah. You oh, know. Hey, hold on a second. I have um, one, two. I have three female friends who all had daughters, and the, the daughters were the spit of the father. The mother didn't get a look in at all at all. You know what I mean? My young fled. Oh, you've, got, oh, you've got female friends, and and obviously because Sersha mentioned that men don't raise children on their own. They only raise children because they have female friends who help them. Yeah. Mm. Where are those female friends? Can I have some of them? Um, yeah. No, actually, no, no, no. That's an insult to my female friends. My female friends have been brilliant, but I'm, I'm doing lock, stock, and most of the work. Yeah, Sersha, Sersha, what about Dave? Incompetent Dave. He's raising three ch- children. I mean, Niall, of course, there is an exception to every rule. Uh, yeah. Oh, there, yeah, there's the exception. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more. There's a lot more of us out there than you think. Okay, and can I ask a, a difficult question? And I don't mean to be insensitive. But Fire you are, away! You are, you are single. Why is it? You know, widowed. He's widowed at a young age. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Huge difference, Niall. Huge difference. But not really. Okay. I didn't. Uh, hold on a second. I didn't just pop out of a box when my missus passed away. I've been there from day one, like every other know, one of my male friends I, that I, I know. I, I but actually, I know. Do you know? It's it's no, but it's it's interesting what you say because this is something I've actually like. You know, everybody's nice to, to sing a mothers, but this is something I've noticed from even from people of my own generation. There's this perception out there that men can't mind children, and I've actually had people straight up say to me, just like what you're doing now, and said, "Oh God, you're a man on your own looking after your kids. Well done. It must be so difficult." <laughs> you know. Why? And I've, I've, I've actually, I've actually had that from, I've actually had that yeah. from one or two nurses in hospitals. It's yeah. an incredibly okay. insulting thing to do. Like, no, but one second, so if you said that to a woman, there would be absolute war. Men are just capable, just as capable of looking after kids as women are. Just, I will admit, when, when men get married and we get into a relationship, we basically look for a second man. You know, yeah. and I'll be honest no, about Dave, that. I, I will say, of course. But they don't, and you have been no. But they do. But, but I yes, finish? they do. Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah, we're And you, you have been thrust into this situation through something as tragic and exceptional as death. Okay. No, so I was no, there from day one. Don't men. Okay. I was there well, from day I, one. I did the night feeds. I took uh, two weeks off work 
soon as the baby was born, and I did That's all the night feeds, baby, all the nappy changes, and every, and, no, and the vast majority of men out there do that, particularly my generation, my father's generation. With all due respect, that's You're not really having much respect, in fairness. I, don't, I wouldn't use that term. Yeah. It's sorry. Can I finish? That sounds very like what you just described as 50%. Congratulations. No, I said the vast majority. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry, do you have children? Do you have friends who, well, she won't, who have your children? She won't tell you anything about her personal life. She, she, we can't even find out if she has a boyfriend. God love Are you allowed around children? I, you, <laughs> know you know what I will say? You know what I will say? I will say this. I am, I am very happy in my personal life, and the people close to me are very happy. You and your cats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that didn't go down. I don't have cats, Dave. I don't understand why that is so comical. <laughs> it's okay. I, don't worry. As, as you get older, it'll probably make more sense. <laughs> okay, so D- Dave, by the way, in relation, sorry, Morris, which is a second. Hang on. I'm staying there, Bernie. Uh, Dave, in relation to what Jason was saying earlier on, you know, if your wife gets pregnant or your partner gets pregnant, he's saying that everybody should ask for a DNA test because we've got to a yeah, point well, now where there's so many people are not fathering the right children. Uh, would that be insulting? Would that be insulting? If you've ever wanted to uh, find out what food through a tube is, go right ahead. Um, no, that's a horrible thing to say. Like, if you, I mean, look, if somebody is cheating and playing away from home, there are usually our signs, you know what I mean? Like, you know, more secretive with the phone, you know, away, blah, blah, blah. So, like, there are generally outward signs. To say to your missus when she gets pregnant, I'm so happy we're pregnant. Here, spit on this swab, please. Like, <laughs> or, give, or give me a locky or hair. <laughs> like, like, I mean, don't get wrong. I, I said it to, I, I, I like, you know, I mean, myself and herself used to terrorize each other. I remember saying to her before, I was like, it's definitely mine, yeah? You know, so, but we used to say that having to crack with a bit of banter, you know, and I said it to her one day when the hormones were kicking in and I was told, quite swiftly, shut your fucking mouth or you'll be sleeping outside, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say it again. Stay there, both of you, for a second. Morris, I'll be with you straight after this break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast, the Niall Boylan Podcast. Morris, you've been listening to Saoirse there basically say, well, she said quite a lot. Firstly, this guy is oversensitive. He shouldn't be taking this so seriously. And also as well, she believes that men generally are oversensitive, controlling and all sorts of other things and incapable of looking after children. She said quite a lot, actually. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I was listening intently from the start when Saoirse came on. And I have this picture in my head of her, like an old spinster in a corner, sitting in all black, spinning a wheel, <laughs> in a spinning web. It just, I couldn't believe it. She sounds as if she's trapped in time. But anyway, getting back to this gentleman, what an evil bitch of a sister-in-law he has to store up shit like that. Mm. What a fucking, that, that is the most destructive thing I've ever, talk about, oh, I love my sister and I love my family. She is an absolute fucking bitch. When she was drunk. To turn yeah. around and use drink as an excuse. To go and say, oh, she, your first child is named after her ex. And the thing he's thinking is now, when he broke up, when she broke up with her ex, did they have one last fling in bed? And she ended up, could have got pregnant, and then she made love with her new partner, and he, he presumed he's the father. So that's the doubt he has in his mind. Mm. You know? Yeah. And any man would have that doubt. You know, yeah. forget about the looks. It's the insinuation of the wife being told in front by her drunk sister, 
Joe, your, your son is named after Horace. You went there from 16 to 18. George, a lovely fella. You know? Yeah. So I think for him to get peace of mind, and to get the doubt out of his mind, he's not overthinking it. But if you, if you don't brush stuff like that under the carpet. And the wife has profusely apologised to him, according to the email. I'm very sorry I should have told you. Because normally, no, I'm old school. My, my older brothers and sisters are named after my father's mother and father and my mother's mother and father. And it came down the line then, you know? It was a tradition in Irish families to be named after the grand... Like my youngest son, Kevin, he's the spit of my mother's father. Anytime anybody meets him, says, oh my God, he's the image of the Dazzy. And I even got a photograph out when I was about 18 in the army and I showed me mother me photograph in me, in me uh, army uniform. And she what? ran upstairs and she got my grandfather's photograph and he was in the army. But what and would you? Well, yeah, twins. I know, but what would you have done if you would have found out when your first child was three that your yes. wife had picked the name and it was actually, you know, her ex-boyfriend? Of the ex. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say to her, um, you know, like somebody said earlier on, when you're talking and starting on out in life and you want to go on and make a family, you do talk about exes. My wife had exes, I had exes. Yeah. Right? But... The name we chose for our eldest child would be totally independent of our families. And I'll give you an example. I love the name Sinead because Sinead O'Connor was a great singer. And mm. that's my eldest daughter. Plus her initials are SOS, Sinead O'Sullivan. Yeah. You know? And somebody called her one day and said, oh, that's a blessing from God. So what do you mean? Save our souls. You see the way people read into different names for but different But is, is Saoirse right? Is he being a bit oversensitive? I know you're saying the sister's No, he's a not. He's just being a typical man that has been deceived and he thinks the deceit has gone on further than what it is. Well, it kind of has gone on a bit further then because it, realistically, as Aaron points out in his email, he said that the sister knew the child was named after the ex. They were obviously talking about something behind his back and the man has every right to be sceptical now if they're keeping something like that from him. What else are they hiding? I tell you what, I, so he's got yeah, Aaron's yeah. right, isn't he? Yeah. I, I mean, wait, sorry, sorry, Morris, just say that, Morris, say that, because Saoirse, Aaron, surely Aaron is writing his message. Thanks, yeah, they, they must have been talking behind his back. If the sister knew. Excuse me. Oh, Jesus. So what we... <laughs> Mark, <can I> ask... <laughs> no. Do I no. need to? Uh, do you want me to text it here or something, Sergio? Can I address? Can I address something that Morris did? Yes. Um, in, in typical, in typical male fashion, you opened up by addressing me, describing what you thought that I looked like, weaponizing female appearance. In order to control and to silence me. I wasn't trying to silence you. I just gave you an opportunity to respond and you weren't even listening. No, properly. no, I'm saying Morris. I'm saying Morris. Morris. His, his oh, what did I do now? Like, yeah, he said, you, he said you sounded like an old spinster. Yeah. yeah. Sitting on a wheel, yeah. yeah. Why, why, why do men do that? Why are they fixated on what women... Well, but, but with the greatest respect, sir, when you were talking to Jason earlier on, you said, oh, you live in a truck. Enough said. So there you go. You were judging him. We all judge each other. Get over yourself. I am not sitting here thinking about what Jason or Morris look like. Let me tell you that. <laughs> anyway, thanks very much. I've booked you a table for one tomorrow night in the restaurant, so <laughs> The papers. Oh, hilarious. Happy oh, Valentine's Day. A, a tale as old as time. Let's make fun of and a woman a, for a, her appearance. Would you like some free elocution lessons? Stop talking I to your nose. I think I think a lot of the guests on this show could do with those, so I won't take them from them. 
Okay, sorry, Morris is eating his crisps. Morris, I know you're having your lunch. Listen, thanks very much indeed. Stay there, Dave, for a second. Let me just go to Joe. Joe, hi, Joe. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you doing? And a happy pa uh, Pancake Tuesday to yeah. all your listeners, including Sersha as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> sorry, who was that? Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Dave, you're still on there, by the way, in case you didn't know. Oh, my bad. Sorry, my bad. That's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Yeah, happy Pancake Tuesday, even to Sersha. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, she'd be delighted. Yeah. With yeah. Oh, happy oh, she'd be delighted Shrove with you. Tuesday. Happy Shrove Tuesday, yeah. Joe. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, now Joe, getting back to this guy, is he right uh, to be annoyed? Um, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I think he's in a he's in a very uh, dodgy situation here now, isn't he? At the moment, you yeah, know. Um, I think so. It's it's um it's a sticky it's a sticky tape, and he can't uh, release it. Really, that's the problem. And I think this is a problem that's happening in a lot of uh, relationships in modern uh, in modern society, uh, where um, the wife or the girlfriend or whatever the partner uh, kind of comes up with this situation, and um, it just comes out of the blue, really. Like you know, yeah. Um, I would be, yeah. If I was in the situation, I'd be angry myself too. Like you know, yeah. Well, you would be, yeah. Of course, most people. Would I would, of course, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I um, I just say like, right, that's it. Um, Relationship, um, you can't be honest with me. Well, sorry, the relationship is terminated. Oh, oh, you'd end the relationship over this? Whoa. Oh, I would, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. be very strict with that. Yeah. I think honesty is the, is the most important thing in life, and that's the sad thing about uh, the, the kind of country and, and the world in general. We're living in a world now of, of evil, really. Six, yeah. Um, yeah. You can't you know, kind of trust people. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I think the trust is gone, is what you're saying. Well, as you, as you always said, Niall, if you, if you had somebody, say, working for, you, working for you or on your show, oh, and they were being dishonest uh, towards you, if they were, say, leaking information from your show or whatever, oh, be gone. I don't think you'd keep them. On, no, they'd be oh, gone. Yeah, they'd be P45, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. On your bike. Yeah. I mean, Saoirse, so, so, well, hang on, Saoirse, Joe is kind of saying okay. that'll be the, I, end, the re end of the relationship as far as he's concerned. That's a deal breaker. Okay, that's ridiculous. So you would break down the family and you would destroy oh, ridiculous. the family's oh. life and future because you couldn't yeah. handle somebody using the name of their ex. I mean, are you the kind of man who wouldn't go to a restaurant where your your partner has went previously with their with their ex? Is that is that how sensitive you are, Joe? With respect, no, Sersha. I I, I I gave I I didn't I, I I I you can speak all you like, but that's my view, and you're not going to change my view if you don't mind. But that child, so, that three-year-old child, will gr grow up in a broken home over a name. Well, that's his pro Well, is that's their problem, wonder, isn't it? We have. Is it any wonder we have conflict in the world right now at this level? Well, sure, well, hold on a second. What does the what? Sorry, no, you're 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 going way over your limits here. What does the conflict in the world got to do with the domestic situation? You that's a lot of crap. Throw your you would throw your toys out of the pram oh, over something as as silly as this. Maybe maybe she should have oh, thought about that, Sersha, before she deceived yeah, him exactly. and lied to him. Maybe she should have thought of all that. She did not lie to him. You remember, remember, the man is... By the way, you, you seem to forget from the very start, the man is the victim here, not the woman. You're making oh out the woman to be the victim. This yeah. victims by using that word. He is a victim. He's a victim of her deceit, of the sister's sleep. drunkenness. He's a he victim. He's a sleepy, sleepy partner. That's it. He's a what? He's a, a, a sleepy, a, sleepy... Sleepy. 
and, and according to you, men are just sperm donors anyway, so that's all his only purpose in life. It's the one, it's the one act they're consistently competent to <laughs> Okay, so it's the so the only thing men are good at, as far as you're concerned, is providing sperm. Well, it is the one thing to guarantee that they will do correctly and regularly. <laughs> well, this is true, but they're they're good at a lot more than that. Okay, name name something. They're good then, providers. Right? Men generally are good providers. Well, this man that you're speaking to now, they're would, caring. Would withdraw, would withdraw his. What? Yeah, but, but he went. Oh, yeah, yeah but no, he would withdraw yes, if he found out. Withdraw anything? No, no not you. you, not you. I, sorry, no, you sorry, would withdraw sorry. your, your, you would withdraw your, your place in that boy's life and in that family because of this oh. silly, 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 silly situation. Silly. It's not silly. It is. It's very. It is. Okay, and you know it too, Nile. It's not silly situation. I, you know, if I was in that situation, I'd also be devastated. And I would start to question things if you found out your wife isn't the name in your kid after your ex. It doesn't take much to devastate a man. That's all I'll say. Oh, let me go to Carl. Stay there for a second. Uh, Carl, hi, how are you? How are you, Noel? How are you doing? Good. Right. Nice to have another sperm donor on the air. Well, listen, I think yourself and Joe should take a head out of your arses and stop going on as if it's the last, as if it's a major crime. Jesus Christ. Oh. The woman has a right to name her child any name she wants. But you think you she'd know, share that with her husband, wouldn't you? But what difference does it make? She, did, did she actually name the child after her ex? Yes, just like yes. Name? No, she named no, it. But, look, but, it's clear she named it after the ex. Well... Noel, look, you know yourself, when you get married, you get married because you trust and you love the person you're marrying, all right? Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't own that person. Nobody says you do. No, but the way you, the way your man Joe was going on, he break up a family because she named the child after but No, because, the Joe, because Joe is saying it because he believes there's now a lack of trust in the relationship because she deceived him and yeah, lied exactly. to him. Because she named the child. No, there's she more to it than there's more to it, Car, than just naming the child. He found out from the sister that she purposely named the child after the ex. She purposely never told him about the ex, so he wouldn't find out. So what does that tell you? No, How would you, you feel? How would you feel in that situation? Well, I wouldn't bother me. A child oh, has to be named anyway. Of course, it I thought you always saying, no, look, you don't. I don't owe me wife. If she wants to go and have an affair, then I go and have an affair. But you're still going to be with me at the end of the fucking day. Excuse well, the oh, so you, w you wouldn't care if your wife had an affair? Well, I don't own her. She's entitled to do what she wants no, to she's do. Not. She's no, she's not. No, 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 no. She's no more than you are. She's not entitled to have an affair. If you're married to your no. wife... You, 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 who, because, because who you, said? Because human beings who, who are meant to be monogamous when they're married. Who's, who, but who's actually said you can't have an affair? So who you, actually said that? So you think it would be okay for you tonight to go out and sleep with somebody else, come home to your wife and just say, ah, oh, listen, I'm sleeping area there tonight. Oh, yeah, everything's grand. That's fair. Do you think she or your wife would be happy with that? No, she wouldn't be happy with it. But what could she do? That That's tough. She'd chuck you. Know yeah, I mean? well, she'd chuck you out of the house. That's what she'd do. I think, no, 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 I think yeah. what this, with this guest is attempting to explain here is Attempting to explain, will. yeah. It's we, called free will. You, you absolutely, we all have free will and, you know, love is freedom and all that kind of stuff. You but it's saying that if you're married to somebody and you declare, you know, on a signed piece of paper that you will be exclusive to them, you don't go riding everybody else as well. This is not the No one's, no one's saying you're going out riding everybody else, Noel. No one's saying you, you, you go out and do that. If people want to have an affair, they're going to have it. No matter what you say what you But they shouldn't. 
because yeah, they signed up to be exclusive to their wife, to be monogamous. There's a lot of things we shouldn't do. But it, would not, it never says that when you're signing up to anything about Mary being monogamous. It never says well, that. Just say, you, just say you, you'll honour and respect and all those other words, isn't it? Well, no, that's have, you ever, have you ever, have you ever um, not came through on a contract you signed? What's sort of, like a work contract? Any contract, okay? We no, I've, no, I'm going to be honest. I think I've always, you know, kept my de- my end of the, any deal that I've ever struck with anybody. No, she's talking about marriage as if it's a contract. Honorable. It's not a contract. It is a marriage con- is not a contract. A contract. Well, well, well I, marriage actually is a contract, Carl. It's a legal contract signed before the state. So no, I don't know, Carl, where you're getting that from. Marriage is a contract. It's the most it's the most Carl, important contract you'll ever sign, Carl. Carl, you are the only and what one. Does go, and what, what does it say in that contract? Festival. Listen to search in the background. Uh, Jesus, will she give us give us a break? <laughs> what, what does it actually say in the in, in the marriage? Con- Jesus Christ! But you're stopping other people talk for a minute. My God, what does it say in a marriage contract, now? Well, in a marriage contract, you have to be... You, the infidelity is considered not to be part of a marriage contract. Infidelity is grounds for divorce. Does it in say a, that? A, in Irish law, yes. Infidelity does it is... Does it say it on the... Does it says it, it, it in Irish... No, 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 hang on. It says it in the Irish statute, in the books, in Irish law, that it's, infidelity it's, is grounds it, for divorce. It says a lot of things in, in the you statute. Don't let's... Carol, let's not into the, the, just the legalities of it. I'm telling you, according to Irish law... Infidelity is grounds for divorce. That's enough to tell you that in a marriage you're not meant to be unfaithful. Now, if you and your missus have an agreement in an open marriage and say, listen, we both agree that we can go off and shake who we want, that's perfectly fine. But if you're not part of that agreement and she's off doing it, well, that's deception. Right, so let's go back to the, to the guy in question. She never had an affair. She called the, the, the child after her ex. Yeah, and lied no to him. Problem. And lied to him about it, yeah. Okay. Asher, look, what a lie. Jesus Christ, it's only a lie for Christ's sake. Jesus Christ. It's not as if she's gone out and spent you. all I'm the money. I'm surprised at you, Carl. I really am. Very surprised. Niall, it's a, it's a name. Niall, you know, I, Niall, Niall, how are you surprised? This is the kind I, of caller you're dealing with. I, I know, know I'm surprised that people think like that. I mean, look, Carl is entitled to think the way he wants to think. That's fine. He thinks differently to me when it comes to marriage and responsibilities. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, human beings are meant to be monogamous to each other if they're married. Now, if you're not married, you can do what you want. I couldn't care less. But if you're married to somebody, unless you have a prior agreement with that person, you're meant to be monogamous. Would you not even agree with that, Saoirse? No, I, of course that is that is the contract, that is the law. But I'm just saying you're, you're surprised that your caller knows nothing. And I, I have to ask, how at this stage are you surprised at the ignorance of your callers? That's how this show runs. Oh. Right, so you're saying the quality of callers to this show are ignorant. I wouldn't say, Carl, I wouldn't say, Carl, no, hang on. I wouldn't insult Carl and say he's ignorant. He has a different view of things to me, and that's fine. We all have different views of things in life, Sergio. I don't agree with him. No, 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 I I have the same. I'm embarrassed for you, and I I have to go now, and I I am just embarrassed for you both. Jesus, okay, tally-ho, toodle-tip, have a nice day, whatever. Jesus, no, no, what I'm saying is, look, I wouldn't have an affair. My wife wouldn't have an affair. Yeah. And most, pe- most people well, wouldn't. Well, then, well, then if... you can see this for what it is. How, have you got yeah, kids, no, Carl? Have you got kids? 
I have two kids. I have a 27-year-old and okay. a 25-year-old. Okay, you think back to when... Think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think back to when they were three. It's still the same. They're still living there. Think back to when the, when the first one was three years of age and you were all doty and all daddy and doty and look, isn't this life wonderful and everything else, right? And then you found yeah. out off a drunken sister that your wife had purposely named your child because she was the one when the baby was born. Oh, let's call the child George. That'd be great. And you kind of just go along with it because your wife, you don't want a box, right? So you just go along with it, right? So then you find out three years later off a drunken sister. By the way, I bet you didn't know because she told me she named that child after one of her ex-boyfriends that she was in love with at the time. But she never told you about that boyfriend. She purposely skipped that part of her, of her life and never told you anything about it. Would you not be pissed off, Carl? Oh, I would be pissed off. But, but I then, be looking for but then we're all in I agreement. Would, this is what it's all about. Yeah, but I wouldn't, be look, I wouldn't be looking for a divorce or a separation. Jesus, come on. That's a bit OTT now. But it is probably that's, a little bit OTT to look for a divorce separation. That was Joe said that. And that's just the way Joe felt about look, it. But in, say, but in saying say, that, I, he's now starting to question things. He's now starting to say to himself, maybe it's not my child. Maybe it's George's child. And, and he has a right to feel like that. You know ah, yeah, but when he, if, he do, if he does a parental, a parental test, a DNA test, and fears he's well, okay. forgotten about it. Okay, so should he do that? Well, that's what people are saying, that he should ask her for a paternity test. Well, then let him do it. Let her do it. I mean, he's entitled to do it anyway. You know, he, mm. if she's nothing to hide, she should just agree to do it. But as I was saying, saying to Elaine earlier on, like, if you see the sister-in-law, I wouldn't fucking speak to her again. No. Shit store. Oh, she's you know? a drunk And as I said... As I said to Elaine, yeah, I said, imagine you were given six months to live. I'd go back and live a home with six months because we'd be the longest six months of my fucking life. I'd make a hell for her. You know, that's okay. just the way it is. Okay, let, let me just go to Lorenzo. Well, stay there for a second, Carl. Lorenzo, hi, how are you? Hi, you know, how are you? Good. Lorenzo, okay, well, very quickly, what would you do in this situation if it was your wife? Would you flip? Uh, well, I, guess, I, I, I presume I would be pissed as well, honestly, because the, the name... I mean, knowing how, where it comes from, I would be definitely pissed as well. Like, um, and like every man, I, I presume. But to say that he doesn't look like him or anything like that, I mean, my son is three as well, and he doesn't look like me because I mean they change a lot in their face, eyes, and everything. So I wouldn't base my decision on the look but if he wants to if he's starting to doubt anything the DNA the DNA test is the the only solution mm. but he has to understand that he has to be ready to get whatever he gets okay I mean he can't say ah oh, no okay I mean if he does the DNA test and says that he's the father all happy and off you go if the DNA test is, says, uh, no, you're not. George is. He doesn't, can't say, say, I mean, he can't then, well, he won't say who. He will say that basically half of yeah. the DNA is not his. So then he has to realize that he has to then take that answer. He can't then turn the blind eye and say, oh, no, okay, I never did the test. <laughs> oh, okay. So are you saying he should hang in there anyway? Would you, I mean, if you found out when, when your kid was three, you know, your first child was three, that it wasn't your child, would you stay there? That's the other problem. Um, because, I mean, for personally, I would probably have problems to cancel what I feel for their kid. Yeah, you, you'd become resentful, wouldn't you? Yeah. I you. would probably, 
try to stay, but then the problem is how do you stay in terms of no, because it's got no, it's got to keep coming up in every single argument. It's not even my child. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and then the, the problem is there would be a lack of, um, of of trust in general. And then if you go down the route of oh, you did one, so I can do another. I can do one and be fair. Ooh, that would be a a, a, a big trouble road to go through. Like you know, absolutely. But stay there for a second because I want to go to Breda as well. Breda, hi. How are you? Hey, Niall, how are you? Good, Breed. You've heard Carl and the Reds. Oh, Carl doesn't think, by the way, affairs are such a big deal. Anyway. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> floats I mean, your boat. But the, whole, the, the basis is, is that she called the child by a name that she really likes. That doesn't mean she had an affair with this person when she got pregnant and had the... Yeah. Like, it's an old boyfriend. I mean, when I was pregnant on my lady, I was convinced I was having a girl, but I had to pick three boys' names, and one of them was a guy that I went out with, George. I loved the name. And it's nothing to do with him. I had a lovely time with him and we went on our separate ways. But I mean, I would have, it would have been one of the names if I was having a boy. It's nothing to do with the fact that I was in, still in love with him or anything like that. Ah, uh, yeah, but, but, uh, but hang on. But the sister made it very clear that she named it after the ex-boyfriend. Now, the but fact that know, conversation never happened and the fact that she never even told him about this guy, George, in the first place, to me leads him to, if that was me in that situation, but you'd immediately on, go, what's on. going on here? Oh, okay, but hang on. Maybe the, the sister-in-law's just being a bitch. But she is being a bitch. There's no doubt about that. No, but, but, but that doesn't mean... Well, why that didn't, didn't the wife... Truth. But why when they had discussions about boyfriends, etc., when they were dating or whatever, I don't know, why did she not mention this guy, George? Why was his name but purposely sure. left out? I did, but sure, listen, I haven't... I, I talk about maybe one or two exes. I don't go on about all the people I went out with, like, hello. You know, yeah. I mean, I I think this has been blown out of proportion. I think the sister-in-law resents the, the the relationship her sister has with this husband, and obviously he's not afraid to stand up to her. She sounds like a bit of a bitch and a bully, and I'd say an awful lot of this was thrown out there to cause trouble and nothing else. Now she he's, he does say the sisters have since apologised for her drunken outburst, but that's a bit late for that now, isn't it? But I mean, but a lot of people are saying, Breeder, that he should ask the wife for a paternity test because he's now worried. But but hang on a minute. You know, I mean, my lady. Why not? Why not? But but then, but but as Lorenzo says, then you better be prepared for the can of worms you're going to open up. Well, if there's a can of worms, there's a can of worms, and there shouldn't be a can of worms. But if there is a can of worms, well, then he's perfectly right to be suspicious. But but he would never in a million years he would never have been suspicious until she threw that. But that's that's like turning around and you know say a wife turning around to a husband if she's had an affair and say everything would have been fine if you hadn't have found out. That like that's not an answer, Breda. No, I know that. I know that. But what I'm saying is, I think the sister-in-law did that deliberately to, to, to hurt him. Yeah. Not not because it's the truth. I think she did it to hurt him. And to, okay, and, and, and that's and, fine. I accept that's probably true. But in saying that, he's now worried. He's now has lots of thoughts run through his head, as would be then, expected. Then, so then, should then, he not then, ask for a paternity? But do a DNA test then. Would yeah, that be insulting to the wife to do that? I mean, has he spoken to the wife about any of this? Yeah, yeah. She keeps apologising, saying she's sorry she never told him and she's sorry that's the way he feels and she's sorry for this and sorry for that. Okay, well then, well then if they've already discussed it and he still isn't happy with the, with the answer, then yes, go for a DNA. But as Lorenzo said, be prepared for the can of worms that could open up. And you've loved this child for three long years. You're not going to stop loving him or her, him, boy. You're not going to stop loving him because 
You know, I and I would agree with you, and that would be the logical thing to say. But I can tell you now, in most situations, if you found out, say, at three, different if you found out at 16 or something, but certainly if you found out at three years of age that it actually wasn't your child and your wife was having an affair behind your back, it's very difficult to continue loving that child. Very difficult. Resent comes into it. Okay. And every and every time there's a row, every time there's a row that's going to be, well, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's not my child. Noel, just yeah. before I go, can I say one quick thing? Yeah, Carl, go Because I have to go, I'm busy, right? There's an old saying, what, what goes in sober comes out drunk. People have to remember that as well. It's a very true saying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, stay yeah. stay there as a yeah. thank you, Carl, for that today, and I know you're busy. Sorry, you're Sarah. Right. Have a good day. Thanks. Sarah, hi, how are you? How's it going? Great show. Thanks. I love Sasha. Probably you, you're probably the around. only one who loves her, actually, jealous with you. No, I get to crack off. Oh, she, she should be a great... She'd she be wouldn't a great even be loved by a mother, to be honest with that girl. Uh, no, I don't know about that. Mm. So, I think half the stuff she says does be right in any way. Mm. But yeah, I think uh, the sister did say it out of badness. I think it's very unfair that the husband... And I think it's only normal that he's in turn a lie, isn't it? The most negativity out of the whole lot. Yep. Um, and I don't know why the wife doesn't just turn around and say, okay, we'll go and we get a DNA. And, um, well, that point, put, put your mind at ease. Mm. Um, so, so the wife should be suggesting it. that to him, yeah. I, th- I think the wife should, um, if there's no big deal over it. Um, mm. And you don't know, like, now, like, the woman could have been under a mad anaesthetic or something, and she just says, right, the baby's name is George, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, she had a epiphany. Like, no, yeah. epiphany, right? My mother, right, years ago, right, she was at to having um, my brother. I'm sorry, I said, that be- I said that because I know it's your favourite word. I know, my epiphany. I can't pronounce it, right? Stay quiet, yeah, right? Epiphany. Anyway, right? But, like, there's, like, six of my family, right? Yeah. I have brown hair. My brother has black hair. My other brother has brighter brown hair. My sister is strawberry blonde. And then my other brother is red. So, like... The yeah, now, he says in the email that everybody says the kid looks like his wife. But here's the thing. I was adopted, and yet everyone used to say, you know, oh, Niall is the image of his father. You know, I, I clearly yeah. was—I clearly wasn't because my father actually wasn't my father. So, but when I say, but, but he was my father, but not biologically. There. Yeah, there could have been similarities there, as Sarah said. Like my, if you put my brother standing beside me from when we were younger, he's jet black hair, and I'm a redhead. Mm. People completely different facial features to me. Yeah. But like my grandfather on, on my father's side. Mm. But like people used to say, you're not brother. And my sister, when she came into my school in secondary school, people wouldn't believe she was my sister because she was dark as well. You know, like just because you don't look exactly like either. If you go back in, into the grandparents... You didn't look like the milkman or anything like that, Breda, no. Or an uncle. If you go back to <laughs> an uncle or something, yeah. The cold one. Similarities there somewhere. He just he he doesn't he can't see them at but all. But you know what's shocking? That figure I read out earlier on, and I'm actually surprised by that because I thought in England it's one and one and five, right? But yeah. and again, I'll just say it according to the figures released by Ormond Key Paternity Service, it said that 35 percent of tests carried out in children showed the wrong man was assumed to be the father. 35 percent. That's a lot. Mm. Now, yeah, now that's people who go for tests. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Niall, right, can, I don't know, right, I, 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 obviously, right, I haven't got a child, I never went through the whole thing of giving birth, right? Yeah. So I remember years ago, like, my mum and dad, like, when the younger 
were like both of them had to give blood tests. And like, can you not tell by that then? No? I, or is that do just they, because I, of the I, I, I don't know. Type, I'm assuming the they ask the a woman well, they'll ask a woman for a blood test to make sure there's no infection during a pregnancy. But I, I don't know about asking. They don't ask the father for a blood test. Well, I no, don't know. Well, I know what no, my mum and dad did. No, no, I, I was never. I, I've had three children. I've never been asked for a blood test. My, my oh, well, you're not normal, when, when, when I had When I had my lady uh, beforehand, my, my brother was a blue baby. So I did mention that to my, my gynecologist in case. I don't know if that's a, something that can carry through. What's a blue, what's a blue baby? If the blood has to be changed. It's he it's it's the wrong blood. It just it, it's I'm not a hundred percent sure now, but it was he, he had to have new blood put into him because whatever way the bloods didn't agree with each other. Does that right. make sense? Okay. okay. Um, so I remember saying to Nick, like, I need to know what your blood type is because in case something goes wrong here. And yeah, and we need so a transfusion. Were, yeah. And, and yes, yeah, so we were fine. But like yeah, I mean, sometimes it can, that can be the case. But, I mean, it's very easy to know if, if, if certain bloods don't match with each other. They can't, they, they're just not, it's not physically possible for a child to have certain blood matches. No, 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 I, I do get that. And listen, I've unfortunately run out of time. Sarah and Breda, listen, thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate both of you coming on the air. Thank you very much to everybody, including Saoirse, by the way, even though you all hate her. Some of the messages, by the way, coming in, Jessica says, if you name the child after an ex, you clearly still have an emotional attachment to the person. I must be brainwashed then, according to Saoirse, because if by a miracle and my partner had a child uh, and was named after any of my partner's exes, I'd flip the lid. Yeah, I think most people would. Louise says on Facebook, Niall, if you keep bringing Saoirse on the radio, we are turning off when she's on. We can't listen to her in here in the office. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Christine says, that's bullshit. My son is being raised by his father. Very well, might I add. Uh, I have postnatal depression and can't raise him myself. Don't say all men are sperm donors. Uh, Jonathan says, Saoirse sounds like a gal. It's a good word, isn't it? Gal. Uh, sure, he doesn't even look like him in the picture. Well, the picture we use is a stock picture, by the way, on Facebook. Can I just point out? That's not really them. I thought you kind of would have known that. Anyway, Vivian says she is the definition of a man-hater. Obviously talking about Saoirse. Uh, agreed. Vile man-hater, says Anne. Uh, Niall, uh, Morris says, Niall, Saoirse sounds like an old lady, Joan. Th that old lady, Joan, that used to ring in. Oh, don't say that. That was Joan. Joan sadly passed away about two years ago. And what a wonderful woman she was. I won't have you say anything bad about Joan. Joan was a wonderful woman. Yes, she was conservative, but she was a wonderful woman. Now, don't forget, by the way, I mentioned earlier on, and I don't think you're taking me seriously, uh, but you will if it all goes wrong. Uh, we're at a critical stage when it comes to paying bills because we have to pay bills for all of this on a daily basis. And we kind of worked it out. It costs about, you know, 50 quid a show, electricity and stuff like that. About 50 quid a show every single day. And we're paying that ourselves. We do get some subscriptions. We get some donations every month. But it's not enough to pay the bills. We don't care that we're not getting paid. We understand that. We don't expect that for some time. Eventually, over time, things like this do build up. It takes, it takes time. It's only been seven or eight months. But we do need to pay the bills. Um, we, can't, we can't afford to just keep paying out of our own pockets. Um, and we want to provide this this podcast every single day. We want to give you an opportunity, not just for social issues like that, because that's just a bit of fun, um, but more so for the news issues. And tomorrow we'll be talking about the referendum, most likely, uh, because of some of the news that's out today. 
Um, we talk about news items every second or every third day. We talk about social issues every second or third day. We talk about other debates and, you know, philosophical debates on a regular basis. So we talk about all sorts of things. But we like to give you your opinion because it's your platform. So please, please support us. If you can give us a donation, we'd really appreciate it. Just go to the website, nileboylan.com, and you can donate there. If you can subscribe once a month, that'd be great. Five ninety nine plus tax. It's like buying us a pint of beer, as I said before please go to the website, nileboylan.com. Don't forget on the website, there's lots of stuff that you haven't seen because all you see if you're watching this live is the show we do every day. We've done lots of interviews. Like yesterday, we did an interview with Eddie Hobbs all about the COVID vaccine, about COVID-19 and about the uh, treaty that we're signing up to with the WHO in relation to pandemics, which a lot of people are not going to be very happy with. We talked to Eddie Hobbs, who's an expert on that. He explained it all to us yesterday. So we've talked to Ivor Cummins uh, last week uh, in relation to the COVID pandemic. We've spoken to lots of people. There's lots of interviews there that you haven't seen. So please go to the website. You catch up on all of those by just paying a subscription or by donating if you want to donate. Don't forget everyone who donates goes into a draw for one of these. That's one of our mugs, by the way, the Nile Boylan podcast mug. I'll give you a better close-up look at it now. There you go. And also, don't forget, by the way, a lot of people have been talking about our Trumpinator. And if you want to get yourself a Trumpinator, they're for sale on our website. By the way, they're really good quality. They're made of steel. He's a bobblehead. Put him in the back of your car or whatever. But he's made of steel and uh, he stays there. But he is available also on our website if you go to the shop on our website. So go to nileboylan.com and please, please support the show. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 